I've always been one to do a lot of self-exploration, I think. And when I was younger, I think it was, I suppose, on the soul level, but more so up in my head. So I started off my schooling, my post-secondary schooling, excuse me, in psychology, thinking that I would help people, quote unquote, fix their mental and emotional strife through, you know, more of a theoretical, intellectual, uh, talk it out kind of approach that we're taught in our modern universities, even now. So that was uh, chagrin to say <laughs> 30 years ago uh, not quite but pretty close and I don't knock that but in the, at the same time I do because of the exploration that I've had the privilege and honor and delight to be um, I suppose alerted to throughout the years after that um, because I, I bailed I, I switched streams <laughs> and uh, decided that I didn't want to fix or pathologize. I just wanted to communicate. And so that took some communication with myself first, and it still does. So I've been looking at this document I made for one of my programs that I produced um, at the beginning of December, and I ran that with a group of um, brave uh deep dive warriors um, and uh, to test out the waters to see how it would float and and uh, maybe take off um, into its, a flow of its own and it was a beautiful experience for me as well and uh, I took all of those things that I see as deep dive materials and I put them all into one so when you are starting out on this journey or deepening it or whatever, um, that mental, emotional health piece, that spiritual awakening or connection or growth or fulfillment, all those things, they all tie together. And so I tried to bring all that together. And um, maybe that's bypassing in a way, but I do think that people have a lot of a hard time finding all that stuff on the internet and this teacher here and this teacher there yes they will come out of the woodwork when they when you need them but also it's kind of fun to have a little menu you know a little bit of a direction in who might be that person or what might be that idea so anyway I've been digging into this document because I've been trying to share some of the information with a family member and and also when I find information, I dump it all into Google Docs, actually. I'm not a big fan of Google, I'm just going to say. But their Docs, uh, I guess, service or whatever it would be online is so handy for me. So I grab information whenever I find it and I put it into their respective Google Doc, their respective document. And then that way I can share it with people and then I can remember it and I can synthesize and I can organize and I can make it, have it make sense. Less chaos and, um, and less panic too that I'm going to forget something. But anyway, so I was doing this and I was looking in this deep dive emotional health tools that I put together and it's quite the document. I think it, I'm just looking here and I, yeah, it's 14 pages long. And I was reading the introduction and it was really reminding me of some things I want to share here on this podcast. And 
doing a deep dive, and I'm going to explain what that means in a moment, but doing a deep dive um, is really essential, I found, in any healing process. And that could be physical healing, it could be mental and emotional healing, and I have a very different uh, shifted view of what mental and emotional health are. And I do not pathologize those states of being, those experiences any longer. And so again, I want to explain what I mean by that in just a moment. And even in relation to a couple of programs that I've been developing for groups, and one of them even being, well, obviously a few being mental health programs, so addictions and um, addiction to tech, and then a general addictions program, and also uh, take back your health and power program with adults, excuse me, and also a teen mental wellness program. And also in this program that we are launching this week, which is the Healthy Mama, Healthy Baby program, in relation to all of those strong emotions that happen throughout the process of preconception, conception, pregnancy, childbirth, and postnatal. And so we think that there is such thing, and obviously people do experience feelings of depression with postpartum or postnatal, the postnatal experience. Yet I have a very different view of that. I see that as a deep dive. Having gone through three um, pregnancies and the experience of motherhood with three new babies, um, I've had a lot of time to think about that, as I'm sure some of you have as well. So without further ado, this is the longest intro I've ever done. Um, I'm going to go into this whole idea of mental and emotional wellness and the deep dive that can accompany any sort of, I guess, transformation out of or through or from these feelings of depression, despair, um, discontent, anxiety, and the like. So I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Family Health Revolution podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. Welcome to what I call the deep dive. And I commend anyone on their courage when they're embarking on this exploration. And I'm excited always for what is to come for you. Um, So what led you to explore your own existence through this deep dive may have been a positive excitement about the possibilities or a catalyst that disturbed you enough to get your spiritual rump in gear. So that's the case when anyone starts on this deeper exploration, like what's going on? Why am I depressed? Why do I not want to engage with my newborn baby? Why is it that I can't get out of bed or I don't want to live anymore? Or I'm so anxious every day that whatever I do in my life, whether it's just driving to work or getting my kids somewhere or dealing with the bills or decisions I have to make makes me so overwhelmed that I don't even really want to be in this world anymore. I could just crawl into bed and cry all day. (laughs) Is it anger? 
you know, am I frustrated every minute of the day, like in my mind yelling, you know, I don't want to do this or um, I want to hide. I just want to be left alone or I feel alone and I just want to connect with somebody. Whatever those things are, whether it is fear or curiosity or frustration, grief or sadness or a significant life event like an unfulfilling job, the loss of a relationship, or a trip to a far off place that showed you there are other things to discover in this life. You have landed here. You want to uncover your intrinsic beauty or face your darkest shadows. You are ready for a change. You are ready for a deep dive. So this deep dive will not end with the conclusion of a program. So like I said in the intro, I have programs and I love leading them and they're so wonderful with the group dynamic and with some direction as to what we are moving toward. The deep dive doesn't end with the, uh, the conclusion of a program and nor should it. It is the catalyst for a rich and meaningful existence. One of wonder and curiosity and challenges that see you emerge as the peaceful warrior. Battles having been waged essentially within the self. Battles not against something, but for something better. Your personal evolution. This deep dive is the mossy growth of a path under your bare feet that meanders throughout a lifetime. I want to make a note on mental and emotional wellness again. It's common practice in the medical model and in the fields of psychology and psychiatry to categorize any strife, difficult emotion, or negative behavior into mental health pathologies or diagnoses. And when diving deep, you will inevitably experience all kinds of emotion, none of them bad, but some certainly less pleasant and even deeply painful. In the medical model, emotions and states of being such as depression and anxiety are pathologized, like I said. Behaviors such as addiction and phobias act as shields from perceived danger. Labels such as narcissism and borderline personality disorder frighten us. Medications are the standard of care, dampening both the difficult emotions but also the potential for growth and discovery. Sometimes they're just part of the process. These states of being, the struggle, the painful emotions, the unhealthy behaviors are very real and can be highly destructive, fragmenting relationships and even the self. Yet what is missed is the reason for the imbalance. The fact that these difficult and sometimes dark experiences are not a metaphorical dark night of the soul, but very real ones. They are the very paths we need to walk while on our varying hero's journeys until we reach home, stronger, wiser, forever changed, tattooed with the scars of battle. With every lesson learned, a line upon your beautiful face. That last line is one of my favorite lines from a, a, a song called Get Out the Map by the Indigo, Indigo Girls. This perspective on mental and emotional wellness that I am describing is not one of judgment or pathology, but of a recognition that strife and emotional pain are symptoms. They are messages from the body, mind, spirit, from the universe that there is something that is in need of balancing. It is a calling to become conscious and to consciously make change, change, transmute, transcend, and transform 
Even those things that exist on the subconscious level, such as trapped emotion, trauma, and ancestral issues passed on energetically. Sometimes when we struggle or when we feel and or exhibit behaviors and emotions we don't like, that repulse us and others, that we deem in our modern culture to be weak or destructive or shameful, we can shy away from them, bury them, bottle them up in an internal volcano where the pressure doesn't create diamonds but lava ready to erupt. We all have the capacity for pain, rage, desperation, frustration. We all want to survive and will fight what threatens us. Sometimes that is others and sometimes that is ourselves. It is how we survive. But it also can disconnect us, create more pain, more shame and the need for defensive armor. It can stunt us and hold us back from who and what we truly are. It can cloud our how others see and understand us and how we see ourselves. But once we can observe rather than react, we take back our power. We can observe these darker emotions, understand our need to be safe, and find more constructive ways to not only survive, but transcend. We can have compassion and forgive ourselves for our previous actions and do better in the future. We can look at the totality of what we are with courage and let this old stuff burn like kindling, cleaning out the landscape, laying fertile soul, soil, making, oh, isn't that a Freudian slip? Laying fertile soul. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. We can look at the totality of what we are with courage and let the old stuff burn like kindling, cleaning out the landscape, laying fertile soil, making room for something new. We can become the phoenix rising from the ashes. A deep dive is wholly holistic and can involve infinite entry points, ways of transcendence, ways of empowerment, ways of understanding, seeing, and healing. And all categories must be addressed in this deep dive into the vast ocean of you and the universe you are part of. At the surface is the physical body, <clears throat> excuse me, as it is through the body that we experience this life we are living. It must be cared for and nourished. Under the surface, all of life is connected. And cellular communication happens through biophotons, energy and frequency between our own cells and interacting with every other thing in existence. When we attempt to understand our quantum nature, we can feel confused and insignificant, but also in awe of what is, limitless and also empowered by the miracle that is us and the possibilities beyond what we once thought possible. We can stop imprisoning ourselves. We can stop fighting the ocean currents Stop holding our breath, move with the waves, and find that after a terrifying attempt to breathe under the surface, we do not drown, but can in fact both see and breathe underwater. We can realize the wonders in the depths. In this understanding, diagnoses, pathologizing, labeling, and seeing mental and emotional struggle as the flaws of the weak is an obsolete and antiquated perception. If you struggle, then you struggle. We all do, and for good purposes. There is nothing wrong with that or you. In fact, everything is right about you. You are simply on a journey, a journey where you are the hero. There is much less prolonged suffering when you can have the courage to surrender to the process, 
go deep and bring back the wonders of the world. You may feel broken at times, fractured, cracked, and that's okay. This does not make you less than or inferior or weak. It makes you open to a greater possibility, open to the outcome of joy and liberation. It makes you open to the sensations of your body, the expansiveness of your mind, and the bliss in your heart. It makes you open to connection and a limitless existence. So congratulations on being cracked. For it is only when the shell is cracked that a new plant can grow. It is the cracks that let in the light. This podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. All we ask is that before you move on to the next hundred things on your to-do list for today, take what you learn and instead of waiting until Monday, January 1st, or any other arbitrary date in the future, act on it now. Buy that new food, start that new routine, shift into that healthier habit. The little steps steadily move you past the miles you leave behind you. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book and check out our newsletter, blog, individual and group coaching programs, and practitioner training program at healthyfamilyformula.com. And you can also like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash healthyfamilyformula. You can find us on Instagram at HFF underscore revolution and also on Clubhouse at Empowered Family. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted healthcare providers if they so choose when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility.